Good evening, my fellow Americans. Tonight, I am coming to you live from the Prepared for Nothing podcast to talk to you about a very important plan I am trying to enact in Congress as we speak. For too long, our own human rights have been violated by the states of America. The laws and land are preventing us from doing what is not only fun, but just and right. That is correct, ladies and gentlemen, I am speaking of boozing and cruising. For too long, Americans have not been allowed to booze and cruise as they freely do so in other countries. Illegal immigrants are coming here with dreams of the land of freedom and they are being denied access to booze and cruise. Our own citizens cannot booze and cruise. We need the opportunity for us to booze and cruise. Bernie. I, I, I gotta I gotta ask you one question. Yeah. Well you defined to me booze and cruise, so we all know. Boozing and cruising is a very straightforward analogy. You um the America has tried numerous times to demonize it with terms like DUI, ah, intoxicated okay. driving, um right. drunk driving. They, they, they try and use these words to make it seem bad, like what they did with marijuana. So it's not just like if you're a passenger no. in a car or if like you're on a road trip with your buddies and you're just like slamming some brewskis, ripping darts right. in the back seat. You know, it, I mean? it has been scientifically proven that driving is more fun when you are drunk. <laughs> Do you have sources for this? More, I boozed and cruised here fun. today. But, think, but Bernie... I, but, Mr. Mr. Go Mr. ahead. Senator. Go ahead, Mr. Senator. Go ahead, Jade. Um, but what about the countless things that are very, very fun, but very, very harmful to yourself? God, look at society? this nerd over here. No, it's a very good question. A lot of people misinterpret that that boozing and cruising is a very dangerous thing to citizens, but that is that is a false accusation. Every it is actually dangerous on the user there because limit, we have to look out Mr. Sanders? for people not boozing and cruising that are a threat to us. They are not going with the flow. They are going against us. Ah. Senator Sanders, isn't there a limit where you're so faded that you should not drive? Well, no, that's a fair question. A lot of people misunderstand. You do not want to get, as they say, hammered. You don't want to get... As they say, sloshed. Oh, okay. you A nice buzz is the best for boozing and cruising. Three. So should we raise the legal limit is what you're saying? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have a number in mind? So you do I'm agree that there is a limit? A one six at least, right? Maybe, maybe even a one nine. One nine. Yeah. Gotcha. Let's do a good two. We could do like 18 so we can remember it so it's like adult. You know, or mm-hmm. do like point two one because that's when you can drink. You know, dry, That'd illegally. That'd be a good drink. one. That'd be a good one. Point two one. Point two one. I'd say point two one is a good number. Okay. We still have to work it out. Every you know, every every person's different. Uh, some people, it takes less. Some people, it takes more. And those are just unfair advantages we need to address. That we can have equality, but we still lack equity here, and the equity of how much alcohol it takes to truly booze and cruise. That's why, under my new plan, for health care for all, we will cover in those expenses the needs to booze and cruise. 
Oh my god, this is this is game changing. <laughs> Thank you, Mister. Thank you, Mister Senator. Absolutely, and remember to listen to more Wu Tang Clan. Wu Tang Clan. You ain't, best protect your neck. Ain't nothing to fuck with, is is you told me last time. Boozing and cruising ain't nothing to fuck with. Remember that. All right, I think we're gonna have to take your bike away. Um. I'm being escorted out now. <laughs> <laughs> being walked out of the building. They're telling me I'm no longer senator. <laughs> hey guys, what's up? <laughs> oh, Connor, how did you enjoy our interview? Oh, who'd you guys interview? Oh, you missed it. I missed it. Who'd I miss? Colonel, Colonel Sanders, Sanders, bro. He came. Oh, man. He was like, we thought we'd talk about the fried chicken, but then he's like, no, I want to talk about drinking. Uh, it was driving. more That's of weird. a Bernard oh, Sanders. Oh, I think. okay. I think he confused what Sanders it was. That guy that's stuck in two Muppets? Oh, yes, dude. Okay. Yeah, he Poor came man. by. He had a great idea. I mean, it was a little wild. <laughs> Pro drinking and driving. Yeah. We need more boozing and cruising. We do not condone drinking and driving. <sighs> or being under the influence while monitoring heavy machinery. Nah, but can I tell you guys about a book I saw at work today? Yeah, what you see. Okay, so this is in the kids section, all right? And usually it's like that pictures of dinosaurs and coloring books and really silly stuff. And today I saw the book 10 Ideas to Overcome Racism. For, for, oh, I saw this book. Have <laughs> you? This book just <laughs> I I I guess I go to I went to Barnes and Noble with the fam and uh, I'm like I'm like I told my wife, I'm like, look at us. Dude, okay. I'm so glad you had the same thought because, of course, in principle, we should teach kids to not be racist. But it's ten parts, and the ten parts are so silly, I had to take a picture of it so we could talk about them, okay? So, um, first one is use words appropriately, which I think is a, just a kind of, I didn't read it, but I kind of think it's don't use the N-word. You're right. Is pretty much chapter one. Solid. Um, this is my favorite one in the whole book, actually. It was number two. Immerse yourself in cultural events. So what this section did is in, encourage you, if you're a young white boy, and you, there's finally a black kid in your class, that you should go all swarm them at once and ask them what's different about their household and what <laughs> holidays they celebrate and how their experience oh, has been God. different from you. Tyrone, do you celebrate Thanksgiving? Y- yeah. <laughs> oh, what do you have? Oh, uh, turkey? Okay. Whole family there? I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, <laughs> your mom and dad at least, right? Uh, I, I, I don't want to talk about oh, this. Oh, no. <laughs> And it straight up was like, if you have a Jewish friend, go up and ask him if they celebrate Hanukkah. <laughs> was Bro, like, you celebrate Hanukkah. <laughs> so it feels a little stereotyping. In chapter two. Um, ask a black kid if he celebrates Kwanzaa. Yeah. You know what's funny? I had like five black friends growing up. Not a single one of them celebrated Kwanzaa. Gee, I don't know a single person who does, to be honest. Yeah, I asked them. It's like Kwanzaa is a fake holiday. Well, it's dude. like an it's like an African holiday. But the problem that is, sound is, is like, wild. No, it's not. The problem is, is that what? Like, it's it's not an African holiday. What is it? No one in Africa celebrates. Who Kwanzaa. does? Dude, uh, um, African Americans made up a holiday just to differentiate themselves from White Christmas. Oh, it's the day after Christmas. Well, that's a real holiday. 
yeah, it's a holiday here, but it's not like a true like African holiday. So? It's still a holiday, dude. They just kind of made it a ho- <laughs> They just kind of made it a holiday. Bro, how many holidays have just been fucking made holidays? You think St. Patrick's just, Day no, wasn't it, just made up? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Look, for example, Hanukkah goes back thousands of years, okay? Okay? Right? Mm-hmm. And then so does Christmas. And then so does Eid. Okay. And then so does the Chinese New Year. So does the Persian New Year. So does, um, uh, what do they do in South America with the heads and the sacrificing? So you're just talking. Oh, Tuesdays. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that one. (laughs) Yo, what about? But like Kwanzaa was made in the 70s just so that um, it was an attempt to make like a fully black identity that was separate from other you tell me it's just token black christmas wow yeah and they thought it'd be a good idea because christmas was too white no wonder no one there's a white santa claus i still think i still think your argument is lame as fuck dude it's the truth i'm not trying to argue anything why does a holiday why does a holiday have to be why does a holiday have to be old and from some like corrupt institution, it doesn't to have be to cool. be old. It doesn't have to be old. I'm just saying that it's not African; it's American. It's like the pizza. It's not. Which truly I think it's funny African. because like they always depict like pictures of them wearing like those very African garbs. I'm really happy though that like just bringing up Kwanzaa, like just in general, Jade's like it's not African. It's like well, no one really was trying to make that argument. It seems a little weird. Jamal, you got I'm trying so... to immerse myself in culture. It's you, not old. Do you celebrate Black Friday? <laughs> no. Why? Because I'm black. No, because you're poor. <laughs> Walmart's I'm got not good racist deals. idiot. Jesus, this is getting off the rails. I like it. Okay. Well, what else is in this book? <laughs> oh, God. I almost forgot the rest of it. Um, next one. Celebrate your origins. Okay. Isn't that national? <laughs> <laughs> that one cracks me up. So it's like, it's okay to be white, though, kids. Like, don't get, don't go, don't get too tripped up on this. Celebrate your origins. I'm German. Okay, maybe not you. <laughs> okay, next. Uh, explore new idiot areas in your city or town. Go to the hood. And don't bring a <laughs> weapon, okay? Purse out. And when you get to the hood and you see a guy standing on the corner looking at y'all weird, go up and ask him, what do you do differently in your house than in my house? Why is your neighborhood different than mine? <laughs> Whatever you're from. Sugar house? Why are there babies probably crack on the corner? <laughs> Why are all these windows boarded up? Jesus Christ. Why come you ain't got windows? All right. Discover the past to understand the present. Read a book, bitch. Like, that's all it's saying. Don't read this <laughs> Not book. this one. Read yeah, another book. book. <laughs> um, number six, pretty straightforward. Challenge racist ideas. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, shit. Create opportunities to make friends. Which I should have read that chapter because that that's seems a good one. just vague as fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, the book should just be that chapter. Yeah. The book should just be that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, learn other languages. That's not a bad. 
cool, no. but I just don't know how that prevents that's racism. Hard. It's hard. That's what I mean. And also, are you just supposed to be able to walk up to somebody with like brown skin and just be like, uh, I'm going to shoot for Spanish, maybe? What's up, brother? I learned Swahili. <laughs> it's like, buddy, I grew up in oh, Oakland. You know what's really funny? You know what's what, super funny? <laughs> okay. What's so that reminded me. So my, my, my baby waves at brown people. <laughs> But doesn't wave at white people. <laughs> nice. That's sick, dude. It sounds like you. He waves at brown people like if they if they're just like way far off in the distance and he sees them, he just Jaded. waves at them. But literally, like his pediatrician is really white and tried to make like friends with him, and he hated it. He cried Bro, the whole it sounds time. Like your boy needs to read chapter uh, seven. Create opportunities <laughs> to make friends. <laughs> It sounds like he's shutting that door off. Okay, so I'm going to buy you this book. Um, recognize and report hate speech. Pretty simple. Be a narc. Yeah. And speak up in support. So there's some good ones, but there's some definite trash up in there. Yeah. I was reading the chapters, and literally the one about going to your friends literally was like, if a new kid comes to your class and they have a different background than you just, just go, go ask him about it i was like that's bold don't you get in trouble for that though it shit like work dude yes like you can't so just walk around and someone's like hey, ain't you asian <laughs> yeah dude what kind of asian are you yeah it's like hr is here to speak i have you. said those exact words because you, you are asian so you can say that I know, but why is that okay? That's also messed up, too. I can go up to a little white guy, I'm pretty sure, and be like, you, what type of white are you? Yeah. I can say the same thing to white probably. people. They have to answer me. Dude, a lot of them probably would do it. It's like when you ask oh, a I was going to say, they have to answer to you. They can't call you out. They just have to play along. No, a lot of them would love to tell you their name. Oh, yes, they would. they're not just white. <laughs> they're, they are Swedish. And... Right. Let me give you my entire ethnic background. It's like... When I did 23 in me, you know what it said? I was 0.03% African. Yeah. <laughs> There's a fucking hair on my mic, and it keeps tickling my lips when I get up in here. Can't fucking find it. It's pissing me the hell off, dude. It, dude, it's 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 being coy, man. Your mic's getting getting attracted to you. It just wants to have a little bow, bit of fun. Bow, bow. Janaid, what's your favorite movie? And don't think about it for too long. But yeah, Gladiator. Okay. All right. So, if they had to remake Gladiator with Danny DeVito is one character, who is he playing? He's definitely playing. Straight up, Danny DeVito is the gladiator. Are you not entertained? I'll just short try to swing his sword just as guts in the way. And then you're like, people just act like Oh my god, that would be so funny. I'm thinking of like Oli Sunny in Philadelphia, him in the wrestling match. (laughs) Yes, dude. He's just like him, the lone stander, the only survivor. (laughs) Are you not entertained? Dude, and he's got to have comical fights where like the fights before him, they're actually chopping each other up. You know what this reminded me of? Oh my god. You guys, I don't know if you guys remember the scene when, um, sorry, spoiler alert. But uh, when Maximus Aurelius, whatever, uh, comes back home to his farm after being, like, uh, uh, what's it called? At war. Um, 
No, no, he comes back home after, like, the court oh, yeah, deems yeah. him, like, they, he becomes excommunicated from the Roman Empire, and then he, like, escapes, and then makes it home, and then he sees the bodies of his, like, the camera just pans over, like, the feet of the, <laughs> of, of, of the wife and the, and his son, and he's <laughs> to be like, just trying to reach it. <laughs> can't reach it. Oh my god. That's too funny, because, like, my movie pick is not the same movie, but it's almost an identical movie that would be just too comically, like... What is it, 300? No, Brad, uh, Braveheart. Oh. <laughs> For some reason, I just had these thoughts of, like, Danny DeVito there almost the same <laughs> No, he's, like, fucking, you can take our land, but you can never take our freedom. <laughs> And then someone picks yeah, up and put him on a horse. <laughs> like a Lord Farquaad. Yes. <laughs> See, I was thinking Interstellar. And okay. And he replaces Matthew McConaughey's character. Okay. <laughs> but just that whole scene of like, um, have you seen Interstellar? Okay. Yeah. No, so yeah, Janine yeah, had, there's a whole scene in it where when he goes into space, I think like 45 years pass on Earth. So he gets... In, like, oh. one sitting, all the video diaries from his daughter. Okay. When he left her at, like, nine to now she's, like, an adult woman. Okay. And he just, like, breaks down and cries, realizing he misses, he missed her entire childhood as a father. And, uh, all oh, the yeah, is, like, Danny DeVito just sitting there, like, eating popcorn or something. <laughs> like, who's this broad? Who's <laughs> <laughs> this skirt over here? I was trying to explain that movie to someone the other day, and I realized just... When you explain it, how stupid of a movie it is. I don't know the plot. Oh, here. This is a perfect example. Please ruin it so I'll never watch it. Yeah, there's Spoilers. no point. It's like two and a half hours long. Um, the movie basically starts with like Matthew McConaughey driving through his cornfield, chasing after like a broken down, falling aerospace drone. Dope. And when he finally catches it and drives back, back through his cornfield he gets home and like there's some man there auditing him and uh, his daughter runs up and he's like daddy they're gonna take the farm they're gonna take the cornfield and he's like well I guess I better go back into space then to take care of our financial issues <laughs> so it's just unveiled that it's like this man growing corn is evidently like the world's greatest astronaut <laughs> what the fuck so he like goes back and they're like you're back and he's like I got one more job <laughs> so him Holy and like fuck. two other people go into space and at some point they go to a planet and um, I think Matt Damon is there and he's stranded because he like went down with a botanist oh, yeah. and the botanist died so he has no clue how to grow any of his food. God damn. And they're just like, okay, well, we'll just take you with us. But then Matthew McConaughey's like, I think he's a little crazy. And it's like, well, he's still an asset. He's still an astronaut. We can use him. And while they're arguing about this, Matt Damon's character is making a beeline for the ship to leave without them. <laughs> so there you have this whole, like, stupid scene of Matthew McConaughey and Matt Damon getting in a fist fight. And I think he ends up killing Matt Damon. And then they leave. <laughs> Go to another planet. That planet sucks. They go to, like, this is the end of the movie, basically. Where he's just like, we only have enough fuel to get to one more planet. So we're going to go to this planet. And she's like, okay. And so our plan is we're going to slingshot ourselves around a black hole 
And so they go to do that, and as it's picking up, he's like, now this is the part you're not going to like. And he ejects her to send her off because he's like, we're going to be too heavy, so I need to sacrifice myself into the black hole to slingshot the chick to the planet. I hate this so bad. It gets better. When he's in the black hole, it like does the thing where he goes back in time and is basically sending himself Morse code messages through like um, dust from his bookshelf and shit. What? <laughs> yeah. And then when he finally gets out of the black hole, he's picked up by the space station that his daughter built. Because his daughter, I guess, back on Earth is just like, my dad's taking too long to save humanity to find a new planet, so I'm just going to make a planet. So she makes a planet. They say, they find him in space to save him, and he like shows up just in time to see her on her deathbed. Surrounded by her family, to see her off one more time, and then he like walks out. And he's like, "I gotta get out of here." Oh yeah, and Matthew McConaughey is still yeah, 40. Matthew McConaughey is still forty, hasn't aged a bit. And and he's his just daughter's like, dead. Yeah, his daughter's about to die from old age. She's like ninety something on this space station, and he's just like, "I gotta get out of here." And so like him and this weird robot that he teamed up with earlier in the movie get into a spaceship that they found and just fly off into the sunset. Like a bad western. I was really hoping at some point in this, Janaid would interrupt you and be like, that's not how it went. But it, the <laughs> only time he said anything was him being like, oh, no, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate that I just... No, he explained it very, really, very well. Dude. I hate that I, I just really that wasted well. two minutes of my life. It's better than wasting two and a half hours. God, dude. Because <laughs> that's how long the movie is. Don't you ever do that shit to me again, bro. <laughs> I just love some of this. She's like, oh, we don't count money. We're going to lose the corn farm. I guess I better go back into space and make us some money. <laughs> oh, my just God. Just like, why are you an astronaut growing corn? going to go farm kryptonite. Yeah, it's like unveiled that the only thing they can grow on Earth is corn, but it's like... You'd be starving. It's like, no, corn's sustainable. It's like, no, if you look it up, corn literally has zero nutritional value. It doesn't even digest. It just goes straight through your system. Yeah, it would be bad. It would be very bad. You have to make some cornbread. <laughs> I don't even know if you can. Oh, because you need wheat. Yeah, they ain't got wheat. Fuck. I think they have, like, corn and beans on Earth still. That's it. That's tight, though. Yo, you just reminded me. Hmm. Janaid, I'm going to make a song. Just so you know. Yeah, it's going to be a cover of the Papa Roach song, Cut My Life in Two Pieces. But it's going to be Cut My Rice in Two Pieces. <laughs> yes. That's all. How are you looking for my... No, I'm looking for your feedback, criticism, yeah. critiques. What do you got? For or if you got any good bars? Yeah. Like any good slammer lines? What's the next line gonna be? Because we're struggling on that. Cut. Cut my life into pieces. Cut my rice into pieces. It's Sacrifice. The What's whole the premise of the song is supposed to be about like a, a weird OCD song. guy who has to cut every grain of rice in half from his whole bowl of rice before he eats it. My rice into, into pieces. pieces. Okay. This is my OCD. <laughs> Devastation. No breathing. <laughs> this Can't is good. Get a grip of my OCD. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. We'll work on this. Yeah. We'll, we'll present it to the crowd next week, guys. If you have any good lyrics. I don't know. 
I don't know. You know what to do. Bro, I had a weird situation last Thursday. Yeah. So Thursday, um, they had this music venue at the museum I work at. And like at the end of the night, there was a jazz band that played. And it was composed of all um, University of Utah music department profs in the band. Which okay. was kind of cool because it's, it's nice to see when like the profs actually play music. Yeah. Kind of shows they know how to play music. Right. So it was like three of them. They did a jazz band. It's like, okay, that's cool. And then after I closed up work and everything, I went and met my girlfriend at a bar called Hopkins. It's like right by my house. And as we're leaving, the jazz band walked in to be the live music for the night. Yes, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, wait a second. I just saw these guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. At what bar? Hopkins? Hopkins. You know where Wasatch Brewery is? Yeah. It's evidently like just at the other end of that little street paved area. Nice. Yeah. In yeah. Sugar House? It's, a, it's another beer bar though. They had like two right. drinks. I think it was like a, an old fashioned and a gin and tonic. Everything else was just beer. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Oh, this is new. Is it? Cool. Yeah. Nice. Um, Connor, I have a really important question to ask you. All right. I saw an accusation against you specifically on the internet. Right, right. Um, I need you to address it. Okay. Okay. It says, Christian girls be like, there's no one else on this planet like this, man. God broke the mold when he made you. And it's just Connor, human equivalent of a Honda Accord. Whose favorite food is toast and thinks taking your bra off is adequate foreplay. What Christian girl did you piss off? I don't think I've ever actually dated a Christian girl. Mm-hmm. No, no, I haven't. Okay, all right, cool. Cool, I just, I had to clear that. Is it spelled the same way? Maybe it's spelled different. Two N's? Yeah. O-R? Yeah. Yeah, it's you. Hmm. I knew a Connor that had my same spelling, but he worked at a, uh, at a golf course. Probably someone like him. Okay. He seemed like a like one of those wealthy kids that, who I understand, right. is like a three-stroker. All right. That's good. I just, I don't know why I only saved this because of the <laughs> fucking line that's the human equivalent of a Honda Accord. Yeah. Which is like such a great A. For the ladies out there, I'm at least a Toyota Corolla. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Maybe a Camry. I don't know about a Camry, but... <laughs> I can't astronade this question because we're going to get a really long lecture about cars. Okay, I'm going to try not to. <laughs> what would you vegetate? I'd be a man. <laughs> yeah, you would. Like a Honda Odyssey, maybe? It'll definitely definitely be Japanese. A Toyota Sienna or a Honda Yeah, Odyssey. That's cool. Do you want one of those now? you got like no i do man the new toyota siennas are sick dude they're spaceships spaceships. oh my god i found the hair i found the spaceships man hair off the mic hair off the mic oh Oh my my god God. guys it's gone holy shit i think 
This is good content, right? I should just intentionally ruin your sound quality for the rest of the episode. When I go into editing. Like, pretend like that was the thing holding your mic together. The singular dog hair. Yeah, from like this point forward, I'll just go in and make it sound like you're talking through a ham radio. Wow. Yes, sir. Okay, Janine, so you're a minivan. That's good to know. What about you? Yeah, dude. Toyota Santa. Toyota Sienna, the new ones, dude, they get 40 miles to the oh, gallon. Oh, neat. Good fact. A minivan. I would definitely be a Nissan Rogue. What would you be? Nissan Rogue. Aren't those the You'd new autopilot ones? You'd be a Chrysler. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to pick like another generic mom car. Yeah, they are actually because I'm doing a study with them at the university. I don't, mine's not at all. Well, the new one, like the oh. 2020 or 2021 Nissan Rogue, is has like an autopilot feature. Nice. It's one of the ones we're testing. I bro, got I got eco mode. Yeah, bro. We're also <laughs> testing GMCs. You know how GMC now has like a self-driving car? No. Yeah, supposedly they have like a self-driving car. Does not work in the state of Utah. Sick. Like the only <laughs> state that would probably buy a self-driving GMC. Utah doesn't work there. Let's wait for that Subaru. It'll be all all over it here in Utah. Yeah, the the, the Subaru EV coming out. There actually is one. Yeah, there is. That up. Wonderful added to our study. 2023 20, 20, oh, is coming out. It's just a it's just a rebadged uh, Toyota. Because Subaru and Toyota work together a lot. This is good. Great. You guys, I tried to Google search holidays that are young mm-hmm. to dispute Janaid's prior claims because yeah. I really hate that argument. So I was I, I ended up Google searching young holidays, and I found a, a band camp oh, a rapper named Young Holiday. And you need to just see this boy's fucking profile oh, picture on his thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll like, drop it in Discord. This man looks malnourished. <laughs> Dude, I don't even know if that's a picture of him or not, but I really want to think it is. Oh, I really wish Laws wouldn't. Young Holiday, you got a good lawyer? Damn. I can't even, like. He's so baby faced. Yeah, he's definitely. That's him. Oh, you're listening to it? I was definitely like a young, skinny white kid. Oh, man. Bro, and it's bad rock. Is it like Eminem esque or worse? No. We'll get a taste. It's like Imagine Dragons before they were Imagine Dragons. (laughs) (laughs) That is like. That's like classic rock. Bro, but it was like really funky, like da ba da ba da ba da. Bro, this guy's my new hero. I want to rap, but also simultaneously. Oh, that's probably him for real. Oh, man. This is good. This man wants to rap and simultaneously sound just like a hard rock group. Dude, that's the new thing. For That's like the new MGK. Yeah. That's like the new white rapper thing to do. MGK is so fucking shit. Dude, he's so cool. Dude, he's dating Megan Fox. He's so cool. I'm going to be honest. I never really found Megan Fox attractive. The coolest thing about 
Machine Gun Kelly is that he's dating Megan Fox. And like, I mean, I do. I learned this. People point out. It's like if you ever actually look at Megan Fox's hands or anything, they're just like absolutely fucked up. Like, yeah, her thumbs are like white as shit. Yeah, and then like I guess her feet are. Ooh, let's let's smash up. just on celebrities' appearances. Hey, man, I'm not looking at her thumbs. No, I know. There's like only two places worth looking at on her. <laughs> oh, bam, I like it. Um, she also has one of those faces where if you stare at it too long, it becomes. It, like, slowly becomes ugly. Let me test this. I'm not looking at her face. Either, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> what Janades is trying to insinuate here. Yo, do you know what is one good thing about Machine Gun Kelly? Hmm. He talks shit to Eminem, and Eminem wrote a pretty good diss track back at him. So. A waste of Eminem's time. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I like. I like Killshot. Yeah. I think Eminem it's a really good song. So... I mean, that's cool. Yeah, she kind of does look weird, actually. Yeah. It's like one of those people that looks attractive on a runway because you don't get to stare at her face for very long or see her face very long. <laughs> oh, boy. What's cooler, those two dating or the level up of that of Pete Davidson and Kim K? Pete Davidson's dating Kim K? Yeah, bro. <laughs> this is for real. <laughs> Pete Davidson's such a weird-looking man. <laughs> Dude, he's such a weirdo. But apparently, from what I've heard on some like people talking about it, girls really fucking geek over Pete Davidson. This new, like, tall, skinny, lanky, tatted-up, like, bad boy white guy like MGK and, like, Pete Davidson. I'm not going to call it Pete Davidson a bad boy. I, I know, but, like, the look, you know? Yeah, you know, no, I get it. The, like, trying to be all prison tatted, tough looking. Yeah. And apparently, also, from a couple different sources, Pete Davidson has a monster dick. Oh, okay. So. They usually say that about people with, like, special needs. Like, Down syndrome people usually have massive cocks. I like I like the connection. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I don't know. You've seen him on SNL? It's... Is that what you tell yourself? Huh? <laughs> That was Is bad. that what you tell yourself to make yourself feel better? <laughs> yeah. I, I always tell myself there's ups to my Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> ups to my Down syndrome. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Okay, Janine, we've been saving this topic to talk. You know, if this new Bernie oh Sanders God. law passes, there'll be... What? Go ahead. You want to talk about Bernie Sanders? No, I was just going to say if the new Booze and Cruise oh, yes. law goes into effect, there'll be a lot more people with um, with Down Syndrome babies. <laughs> Giant penises. Fetal alcohol syndrome. Oh, boy. Okay, Jay. This is my new segment called We're, we're Way Behind. Or, I don't know. I didn't mean it. That's, that's a good start. We're three weeks late. <laughs> we're three weeks late talking about something that no one cares about anymore. Travis Scott concert. He was your boy. Yeah, fuck that fuck guy. Fuck that man. guy. He was my boy. Fuck that guy. I can't listen to any of his songs now without being guilty. Without feeling. Like he incited a crowd in violence. He should get sued. Two, the fuck out, never make two, song. two Billy quit, against quit him and Drake career. right now. 
Okay. What Drake was the other. He was the. Oh, he was the other performer at the concert, and it's Drake and Travis Scott's event. So they were like the names viable good. for the event. Fuck them both, dude. Fuck them both, dude. Fuck them both, dude. They should never make another song again. It's gonna be on Kanye's next roast album on Drake. Dude, and then the next day, like two days later, Kanye's posting pictures of him and Drake together. Like, there's gonna be some final like Kanye Drake collab. <laughs> Where's this fucking lawsuit? I want to see who else was named in it. Two billion against them, and I think like Apple or something. Probably like whatever company was hosting it. Yeah, there music. was some weird. Yeah, there was a couple weird people in there. I should have looked this up before. That's what a good host would have done. Oh, well. Um, I don't know. I've been seeing some... Yeah, Live Nation and Apple. I had a, a friend that accidentally wore his Astro World shirt to work. Or no, his, his cap to work. And he just, he's like, I realized the mistake, but I want to see how many... Because he works at a bar. I want to see how many drunk white girls tell me I'm wearing an offensive hat nice. today. Nice. That's a good troll. Yeah. Just be like, what? What's Astro World? I just bought this hat. I'm a space fan. I really like space. I think space is really cool. I got this a DI, bro. You know, Astro Worlds. Yeah. I won't lie. When I first saw Astro World, it was when the Astros were in the World Series. It was right after they lost. So I thought Astro World was some like festival that was supposed to be like their winning parade or something right? yeah for like a day i went on thinking <laughs> the people who died at astro world was something to do with the baseball team so i was like oh it was a concert oh neat <laughs> damn travis scott really do like baseball <laughs> oh boy yeah he's fucked though his apology video is so funny have you watched it? I've seen people like memeing on it. Because like the whole time he just keeps like pretending to like cry and stuff. Right, but instead of like rubbing way. his eyes or anything, he's just rubbing his forehead like he's got a headache. I know. Everyone looking at it is just like, this just looks like a man that's stressed out. And you put it in like black and white. Yeah. <laughs> it's hella funny. Oh boy. Well, I don't know. Hello people are fucked. I'm glad that we saved this topic for that heated discussion. I know. <laughs> it was enough time for Janae to know. Yeah, no dude, they should be sued. Never make a song. I hate them. I don't listen to any of their music anymore. I'm okay with them not That's being gotta a be a really life. popular yeah, opinion I... right now, is just fuck Astro World. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's your safe opinion of the <laughs> week. No, dude, it was hard for me because he made a lot of good songs. <sighs> yeah. Oh no. Okay, it's not your cup of tea, Justin, but it was my cup of what tea. What kind of tea do you like? And I don't like tea anymore. Oh, okay. So you're a coffee boy. No, uh, tea was the last one. Uh, I didn't get my own analogy, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, what do we want to do next? Um, didn't Justin, you didn't give us a movie. Oh, you gave us Braveheart. Yeah, yeah. My yeah, other thought I had was Cool Runnings, but the easy replacement in that is just <laughs> John Candy. But they're kind of already pretty similar. 
No, no, it should just be a bunch of Danny DeVito on the team. <laughs> he's one of the fucking. He's, he's the one. No, he he's, he's the one. The he's the one who like the big meathead guy who trips during the race at the beginning. And the Mighty Ducks, but they're all Danny DeVito. He's not the one that falls, but he's the one that gets tripped and is all like angry the whole rest of the movie. And he's this like big, strong, bald ass meathead guy. That's Danny DeVito, short and fat, third seat. Yeah. That was good. This is riveting. Riveting. Um, okay, well, I think we got one more thing that might be able to wrap this up. Jay, you know who Gary V is? Ooh, uh, Gary V. Let's see. How fast can I find out or remember who this guy YouTuber is? YouTuber who was in a bunch of... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah get yeah. help, like, internet guy who's kind of pretty much all he does is tell you you need to work harder. And that if you're sad, it's because you're not working hard enough and not rich enough. And if you pay for his seminar where he tells you you need to work harder, you'll begin. You'll unlock the secrets to be able to work harder and thus become more successful. One of my least favorite things about him is, like, not only does he, like, push this whole, like, every single thing you do as a hobby has got to become, like, a side hustle. And if you're not profiting off every small move, every small thing all day, then you're going you're gonna to be just some, like, poor pleb. So I'm like, if your move isn't money, then it ain't a move worth doing. Yeah, dude. And so it's like, I don't, I don't like that. I think you should have some fucking, like, time to chill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, maybe just... Like, play the guitar or something and just want to fucking yeah. play the guitar without having to want to become in a band or something. Right. You know what I mean? And so, I've never liked that. He's known yeah. in... There's a really funny clip of him in an interview where somebody says to him, they're like, well, we don't really know who works harder. And Gary Vee just interrupts him immediately, like, halfway through that sentence, and he's like, I do. The other guy's like, what do you mean? He's like, there's no way you work harder than me at all. I work 18 hours a day. I just know that there's not a single person on this earth that works harder than me. So I know that when that question's asked to me, I'm just always the answer. And I was like, oh, you're such a fucking cockbag. Not only that, but it's just like, why are you bragging about overworking yourself? God, dude. You're, you're, you're literally your own boss, and you've decided to put inhuman... Working conditions. Work conditions on yourself. Yeah, it's just like, bro, there are people that literally unionize over an 18-hour work day. Get, and he's like, and I take no days off and all this crazy shit. It's like, bro, I think you have a daughter. Like, maybe you should fucking go home. Yeah, damn, your life sucks, sucks, right, huh? Right, So, anyways, he's doing this new, like, NFT shilling thing. Where one of the things I hate that's super hypocritical about him is like two months ago he was telling everybody how NFTs are a waste of money and they're all going to go flat soon. And now he's selling NFTs. But he's doing this weird thing behind it where he knows that NFTs have no value. So And, and he knows that his like uh, seminars and his videos he makes have no value. So instead what you do is you buy the NFT and that unlocks like access to these videos and to his seminars and right. stuff. So he's essentially taken a ticket to his shit and turned it into an NFT and he's like, NFTs aren't worth it, my shit's not worth it, maybe two negatives can make like some amount of money. So in the end, none of this is worth it. <laughs> none of it's worth it still. And I'm going to drop a link to you, Janaid, for his website for these NFTs. Um, you should check them out. They are literally just drawings on a napkin. They are incredibly terrible feel free to right click and save any of them 
<laughs> yep. And some of them are have like sold for upwards of like hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Can somebody explain to me what an NFT is? <sighs> oh boy, it's imagine imagine a crypto coin, but you get a picture. Yeah. With it. It's art. It's 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 a way for artists to sell. It was originally supposed to be a way for artists to sell digital art that you can't really just like right click and save to steal the art you have to like own it's, the nft yeah it's the idea of owning the original digital files to a piece of artwork the problem is is that that means jack all yeah because end of the day any copy of a digital file is the same as the digital file like yeah no one's going to be able to copy all the layers of a photoshop file Right. They're just going to get the flat image. Right. This is still the image. But if they don't want the layers, then they don't need the layers. So this is kind of like sold as like meme coins for a little while. Then some good digital artists were actually creating some cool digital art that they didn't have a platform or a way to be able to monetize it. Mm-hmm. And there was some cool art on there. So it's essentially just like buying some art digitally and getting to claim that you own. Yeah that but, image but now it's for like people that are doing money laundering with ethereum to yeah but you can also resell it and it has like a blockchain style backing like bitcoin does where it like for each nft there is a blockchain that shows like who bought it at what prices and it's like 100 percent tracked so they're kind of traded so but most people's are like actual some form of some something art, you know. I've noticed lately a lot of them have just been like in designed to be profile pictures. Yeah. Or a lot of times like I know a lot of podcasts will take like stupid things from their podcasts or their own just heads mm-hmm. and like kind of as a joke, like drop an NFT. Yeah. Um But I don't like it's just and they're selling for a lot of money, which is the sad part. Yeah, like thousands. These ones from Gary V, like the cheapest one I'm seeing is forty grand. Yeah. Which is for helpful hippo. No even background color. It's a fucking Yeah. But then you get it looks these like things, a coloring book still. When you open it with it, this one see so now when you click onto it the details, this token's verifiable admission into VCon for the next three years. Mm-hmm. So it's like you get a ticket to his conference. So that's really what you're playing paying for. But he's, like, flooding and diluting the NFT market and, like, doing some real shady shit. You can't flood a market that's... No. Not even, yeah. yeah. It's such it's a BS really thing because it's, like, literally anyone can make an NFT. Yeah. People started making NFTs out of, like, screenshots of people complaining about Dude, people stealing their NFTs. isn't there some, like, big memed one about some, like, monkey picture that some yeah. guy, well, like, his was freaking out on This Peacock guy made Twitter. a collection of NFTs that are all just monkeys in, like, different outfits. Uh-huh. It's basically the same format every time. Right. And, like, those... Just different color schemes. Yeah, and so the people that own those are the ones that are getting shit on the hardest by Twitter. Okay. Um, and it got to the point where, like, a guy copied and pasted it, and then, like, a shit ton of people change their profile picture to that monkey and they're just like man i can't believe someone would steal this from you man man you should really lawyer up it's wrong for him to to steal from you like that oh my god do you want to know how much the last one just sold for how much 
the Bored Ape NFT, two point seven billion. Million, not billion. Million. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. But like, we kind of brought this up because we were talking about how it's like just definitely a money laundering mm-hmm. scheme. But like, isn't that been said about art for a long time? That you, it's so hard to clean money and it's so hard to just give somebody money. But art, you can put this insanely high. Mm-hmm. Evaluation on hundreds of millions of dollars, right? So somebody can just flick some paint at a canvas, and as long as you say that you were willing to pay that much for it, mm-hmm. so it's like is it, this is just the next art money laundering scheme. I know my favorite one too was um, there was a guy that pointed out there's a bot on um, Twitter that if you basically say the phrase uh, "I wish I had this on a shirt," this bot activates. And we'll screenshot or like download the image that the person posted and then um, automatically upload it to a t-shirt website so you can buy it. Weird. And they just have like a generic like screen printer that probably has some like automation. Yeah, Yeah, no, there's like there's websites that, you know, you send in your own design and they'll print it for you. Right. And so there's been people that will just like post it's like this is my nft i paid this much for it and someone would go over and just be like damn that's cool i wish i could get this on a shirt and then t-shirt bot comes in and drops the red bubble t-shirts link to get this on a shirt damn this monkey one would make a cool shirt Uh oh what my uh audacity might have crashed at 49 minutes yeah it's only oh. Okay. We're caught back up. I'm at 50 minutes now. Okay, I'm at 50.05. Okay. Sick. Yeah, we're good. Um, last topic, then, that yeah. relates kind of to this. Somehow, from that topic, Connor, you said something about Banksy. Oh, yeah. I'm convinced Banksy's a major money launderer. Do you think Banksy, like, is a single person, or do you think it's, like, a money laundering organization? I think it's an org. Yeah. Yeah. Like a collective of some rich people yeah. who are just paying some street artists some small money to go. No, there's no street artists involved. I'm pretty well, who's actually putting the art pieces up? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they just hire a team. That's what I mean. So they're hiring, like, not street artists, but yeah. they're hiring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're hiring, like, a team to do yeah. it. Huh. It's not like they're going and finding, like, struggling street artists. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like, no, they got their own people. Yeah. Well, that's been said about it a long time, and that's how, like, Banksy's been able to be all over the world and avoid, like, getting caught, is that it's not actually a single Yeah, it, Banksy person. is an idea. It's like, yeah, the idea is, uh, fuck poor people, and um, rich people make <laughs> exactly. money off of shit art. Yeah. Don't His, believe me, here's my shit art, and people making money off of it. Uh, how much did he sell that, like, shredded painting for? Yeah, that was the dumbest thing. I think it was like 7.2 billion. 25 million. 25 million. Yeah, it was like once I saw that whole thing. And the fact that it shredded and the woman was still just like, no, I need to have this. It's just like. Why should you have a Banksy original? Because that's one of the hard parts that I think the idea of Banksy did make too was the fact that it's not technically like 
traditionally sold. It's mm-hmm. just graffiti usually that's thrown up. Right. Other than like the big expos and shit, you know See, what I mean? Yeah, and here's my thing. You know, a lot of people shit on um what's his name? Pollock that makes like the splatter yeah. paintings and stuff. It's like end of the day there are people that actually do enjoy splatter based paintings right. just because it's like people like the chaoticness to it or they like the design of just randomness. Mm-hmm. Um but there's nothing about Banksy's that is anything more than just fruity message? You know, you, you haven't seen like any Banksy art that you enjoy. None at all. Really? It's it all feels pretentious, and like like t-shirt shitty. That's fair. It looks like something that you could throw together in a graphic design course uh, to go a on lot, a t-shirt. Most of it, yes. Like the traditional Banksy stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like everything from like the woman or the little girl holding the balloon. Yeah. And shit. I mean, it's just like, there's nothing about it I like. The what about, did you see any of his pictures of his like, his crazy expos he's done out in like Germany and shit? No. What are like, those like? Like live, um... Let me see if I can find one. It's like a... When you say venue, is it like a collection of his stuff? No, no, no. He does like... It's almost like a haunted house. And he does like all these crazy installations throughout like a whole space. Hmm. Part of me feels like that's also a little lazy. Not lazy, but... Here's the thing. Banksy is high effort for no reason. What do you mean high effort for no reason? Like the effort that goes into putting this out somewhere. And then like on top of it, there's I think there's a place in Park City that has a Banksy piece on it. And, yeah, and it's, it's like, framed. Yeah, it's, it's fucking plexiglassed off because it's such a big deal. It's just it's like bulletproof glassed off. Yeah, it's like I hope someone does horrible things to that thing. Three times it's almost been broken into. Yeah. I want that. I want the building it's attached to to go down. I can't. You sound like me talking about something. I know. This is this is the hill I die on. This is the hill you would die on. Fuck Banksy. I hate Banksy. I think he has ruined the arts program as a whole. Um, Because okay, so I did AP art in high school, and they gave me a three because my message made no sense, and I basically like wrote the arts department and called them a bunch of Banksy circle jerks. Yeah. Oh, so oh are you, do you really awesome. hate his art or are you a little, sounds like you're a little grumpy. No, I, I really hate his art. I hated his art before that. I basically, like, okay, so when I made my art portfolio for that class, it was all classical Renaissance pieces with parody subculture in it. And the whole gimmick was like, you know, what is it a parody of? Because it would be a pop culture parody of a famous art piece, but it was like, is this a parody of the art piece or a parody of the individual in it? Um, and they're just like, you know, this is unoriginal and un- ill-inspired. And it's like, okay, cool, whatever. Um, and they're like, yeah, we're only going to give you a two, which gets you no college credit. And so I asked them, or I like wrote to them, it's like, can I get my critique feedback? Right. Because at the very end of the day, if I'm an artist, I want my feedback, my criticism, so I can grow. And they're like, no, we can't do that under a, uh, an unbiased selective process. 
And it's just like, so you just rudimentally choosed it out because you're a bunch of Banksy circle jerks and it didn't fit your agenda? Is that what it is? <laughs> and they didn't write me back. I'm sure they didn't. Did you, did you say circle jerk? I said circle jerk. That's too funny. Oh, my God. You know what? They're like, oh, my God, he knows too much. <laughs> they know where the Banksy's. <laughs> You can't even find, like, I can find articles about it and stuff, but I can't find any of the pictures. Can you still hear me? Oh, did you die? Janae, can you still hear me? Uh, let me see. I think I'm hearing you. Say something. Talk again. Hello? Yeah, I'm hearing you through Justin. I hear you through my mic. Well, guys, I think this is a decent ending point for us. Welcome to the Prepared for Nothing <laughs> podcast. Goodbye. Our computer just died. Have a good night. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Thanks, so guys, uh, for listening. And we're going to be back with our regular scheduled programming. Connor, don't be too mad. Bye. Bye.